0: So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io.
1: What's up, Hustlers? This is Andrew, your host, founder of Magnology, here on the Startup Hustle, here to talk all things e-commerce, Amazon. Uh, I'm really excited about today's guests. Um, I say that every time, and I mean it every time but we've got Jared Mitchell with us. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We, me and him go all the way back to when I was uh, freelancing kind of during with my corporate job, trying to figure out affiliate marketing, trying to figure out e-commerce, what I was into. Um, we weren't even working on Amazon together back then. So we're going all the way back uh, before I had a business. And um, it's gonna be good to just catch up live on the air with you guys, like what's been going on over the last six years or so, um, what he's got going on with his brands, um, And really just dig into the details with somebody that's been in e-commerce even longer than I have. So uh, before we get started, a shout out to our sponsor, FullScale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. uh, Your one-stop shop for any kind of development needs that you may have. Jared, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much, Andrew. It's an honor to be here, man.
1: Yeah, I was complimenting you earlier. I said, hey, it's like real bright behind you. Um, Looks like sunshine. Where are you at?
0: Sunny Southern California. It's a great place to be quarantined.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like a lot of people that are in e-commerce just make their way down there if they didn't start there. I know you've been there a long time. Um, I was actually down in San Diego um, three or four months ago, just uh, got an Airbnb and a beach and was just like, you know, kind of enjoying some beach and some nature during all this kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I love starting out the show. Just letting people get to know, you know, the person on the other side of the microphone a little bit, um, getting to know kind of you as well as the business. So not just a history on on your business, but a history on yourself. Um, you know, how'd you get into e-commerce? How did you end up, you know, working with your wife? Um, catch me up.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, it all started. I, I used to play music for a living in a band, which is kind of a weird way to get started. But, um, we started
1: the same. Remember that? I remember, uh, this is going to be crazy, but I remember your password, uh, to log into commission junction because we have one of the favorite favorite bands. That right. out, so.
0: Yeah. There you go. You remember my past? I better change it. Jeez.
1: I got a good memory. You know, that's, that's why they <laughs> pay me the big bucks. Um, <laughs> But no, you started out in music, me, me as well. Like, was it, um, you know, religious? Was it touring? Was it like, you know, what was what was that like?
0: Man, yeah, there's, there was a lot of touring and a lot of recording. We signed one of the last uh, traditional record deals with a label called Interscope uh, back in the day. And um, it was kind of crazy because the guy who signed us, his name is Luke Wood. He was Jimmy Iovine's right-hand man. And him and Jimmy signed us. We did the whole deal where we went to the top of the tower and signed and, you know, the party and all that. And uh, (laughs) shortly after we signed, uh, within the next six months, the iPod took off and it became really really hard to compete with the other artists on the label which were artists like you know you too and the pussycat dolls and all this stuff so we were we were shelved and eventually dropped but it was a great experience and the A&R guy who signed us uh, I, I just remember it so vividly called us in for a meeting one day so we drove up to LA and he said hey guys i'm not going to be able to be your AR guy anymore um I'm, I'm uh Jimmy's transferring me to go start up this new brand of headphones with Dr. Dre called beats audio. We're all, okay, that sounds cool. We'll see you later, man.
1: (laughs) Little did you know you're not as offended now. You're like, yeah, yeah,
0: I offended now, but um, you know uh, with the record label bonus we got, I was able to take a little bit of time off and I started a uh, decking business at the time just to help pay the bills while I played music. What you not to, not to
1: like, you know, age anyone, but like what year was this in relation to now?
0: It's, I mean, it's gotta be around 05, 06, something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so then the housing, the economy dropped out and Elena was doing facials and waxing in her own day spa room. So we quickly figured out that we are indeed entrepreneurs. And I said, Hey, I'm not getting many deck calls. The band is starting to kind of level out here. I think I need to figure something out. She goes, well, why don't you build me a website? I, I retail these product lines on my shelves. It's hard to find them online. Why don't, you, why don't you figure out how to build a website? And blah, blah, blah. It was just this nonchalant conversation. Mm-hmm. So I did what anyone would do. And I went to Costco because I was hungry. I just, you know, I was surfing two or three times a day. Didn't have much going on. And on the side at Costco, you know, they have like air conditioning and like, you know, all this stuff. They used to have a pamphlet called How to Build a Website. Okay, okay. <laughs> Here's my wife. Uh, I grabbed it and I said, I need to learn how to do this. And I literally went home and I built her website, followed the instructions, and then I figured out, went through the Google wizard, figured out how to like, you know throw up Google ads, and I'll never forget our first sale because we were on vacation in Bend, Oregon, visiting my parents. And clicks were really expensive back then, Andrew. It was probably about five cents to pay for a click. Ooh, Mm -hmm. out, So we finally got our first phone call. I hadn't figured out how to build a shopping cart yet. I just said, call to order, and she made $175 sale, and I figured out we only spent $5. And that's when the light bulb clicked on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we expanded our ads, we scaled, we brought on a bunch more brands. And years later, we decided to start our own skincare brand. That's after we we met. And that's been growing um, consistently, I guess you could say. Um, in the midst of all that, I got hired by a thought leader, a digital marketing guru named Neil Patel, his senior e-commerce manager. So I've been doing that for, I think around five years now as well. So that's, he's sort
1: of, that's cool. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's a great guy, a good friend, um, really smart, really successful. And he's encouraged me to start beefy sites, which is uh, my website where I teach people how to e commerce and you know how to get their products online and build a brand and all that so um the thing that makes me unique i guess i'd say when i'm usually on like a podcast i mention i have experience on multiple sides of the coin um you know i have experience with starting and owning a brand on the retail side with selling over 300 lines of skincare on the agency side and consulting through the work i do for neil and then the online course side for beefy sites
1: I love it. And I've got for anyone that's in on the live or that's watching this later, I've got um, where you can find and learn more about beefysites.com up here on the screen. We'll have it in the notes after so you guys don't have to worry about writing anything down if you're listening in a car. Um, But would love you guys to check that out. You know, we have so many similarities, Jared, me and me and you Um, starting a little bit later. But like, you know, I started in the band we got to a point where some of our better our our better musicians were getting offers to join bigger bands and trying out for these labels and um, we didn't get the big Interscope signing but we were trying out for the labels kind of like in that stage where we were doing showcases and stuff like that and I just realized it was like you had to have people say yes you know to be successful in that space but I was learning like how to create T shirts and logos and branding and marketing and traveling and organization, you know, at a high level. I really consider that my first business uh, because I was really, you know, kind of the number one, the number two guy doing the business stuff. Um, And then was going to school on the side for a computer science degree, got out of, got, you know, got tired of being poor, (laughs) wanted to make some money, started using that degree, hated it, jumped into (laughs) e commerce. Uh, That was like, I left like my degree stuff, like probably two years before we met. And for anyone listening, um, I just like to be as transparent as possible so people can learn some stuff. But we were, uh, I was hired at a corporate company doing as an uh, e-commerce and affiliate marketing manager at that time. And, um, you know, I was trying to, I was reading blogs and they were like freelance on the side, get on these sites, elance or upwork.com and find some work and uh, instead of bartending or what I was used to doing. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this met guys like Jared, learned, failed. Um, affiliate marketing, I was at the tail end of it. It was dying, really, um, at least as it was known. As before really anyone called anyone influencers or there was influencer marketing and individual one-to-one things. There was like, you use coupon sites or bloggers or like, and there was value in it. It just, you know, toward the end, I think started dying out and there weren't really like these big these big hitters that were really helping sites grow. But just similar to Google in the early days, Amazon, Right. Uh, you know, video, for example, like doing video ads right now are super cheap compared to like the other kind of ads. And that's something that I'm like, oh my God, these are like, you know, it's not five cents a click, but it's, you know, maybe 20 cents or 30 cents a click when sometimes it's $12 on a keyword or something. So um, the best part about e commerce is it's always evolving. There's always something coming out. Um, and, you know, we own an agency, but I do coaching, I do mentorship. Um, You know, so all those kind of similarities, but in a different space, like I went all in on Amazon. um, And you guys and then Landlock, the apparel company, right? So that's been mine, my brand that I've uh, really used as a launch board, uh, a launch pad, I guess, so to speak, to try things. And then, you know, before I'm taking risks with clients, I'm taking risks with my own stuff and really learning what it is to like grow a brand on that side. Um, okay. So you got all these things going, uh, Neil Patel, not, that's no big, that's no big deal. Uh, you know, and a senior <laughs> e-commerce manager, you're not just like a, a founder or an owner anymore. Like, you know, you're working for someone on that level and then doing your own thing. Um, I love it. Uh, okay. So let's talk about beefysites.com sites.com a little bit. We'll just like kind of go into these different, these different mm-hmm. areas that you're in Beefysites.com. Someone wants to, someone has a business in a brick and mortar or someone wants to get started. Is that, is that, is your site good for those types of people at the very beginning or is it like an expert or advanced? Like, you know, what kind of person is perfect for beefy sites?
0: That's a great question. Um, I started it, um, for two reasons. I'll tell you the second one first, which is kind of confusing, but basically when the pandemic hit, I got kind of sick and tired of seeing these businesses just completely crumble and fall apart. Yeah. So I decided to start, you know, making online courses to help businesses create their e-commerce site and start selling online because they weren't even allowed to their you know, main money maker was gone. So that was the whole reason I started it. Um but to go back even further, and this this kind of pairs with your band comment, one of the most valuable things about being in a band was like playing in front of people. Sometimes no one, sometimes thousands of people. But that part of like development as a person, like now I can get up and speak or go on a podcast and speak in front of hundreds or thousands of people and not bat an eye, which -hmm. is like a big part of owning a business these days and like networking, right? So bringing it back in, Neil thought it would be funny one day to, um, I'd help him build courses over the years. And he thought it'd be funny to have me in one of them. And so he gave me like a day notice and I had to drive up to Hollywood. There was like, I walked into this Hollywood studio with like 20 people there, including lawyers. They sat me in a makeup chair. I'd never done any of this. And I was terrified to speak in front of people. I was fine with playing in front of people. I just kind of never tried it and never had the desire Mm -hmm. that motivated me to overcome that fear. And that motivated me to want to start beefy sites which essentially is um, pointed to towards two people. Number one, let's make sure that these businesses that want to get online and survive and thrive during a pandemic know how to do it. So for anyone learning how to e-commerce, um, I put them in a group, it's 97 bucks a month. I feed them a new lesson each week. It's really simple. And I just show them, you know, hey, if I could go back 15 years and start over again, this is what I do. I teach you from that point of view. Um, The one part of beefy sites that I'm really passionate about is um, a one-on-one consulting, um, you know, approach where I meet with businesses that are doing like five G's or more a month, uh, just anywhere online with e-commerce. And I help them build out their sales channels and like the full functioning business and scale it. To me, that's a lot more fun, Mm -hmm. but I both of them. So that's kind of what I do there. And then I am also, well, before the pandemic, we used to fly all over and speak and do all these podcasts and stuff. That's stuff that I used to be terrified to do. Um, so it's been a lot of fun to overcome those fears. My wife and I do a lot of those things together, which is really cool. And sometimes we can bring our kids.
1: No, I was telling, that's, that's amazing. I was telling Jared, I just want to bring on you guys a little bit. I was, I was on a sales call talking with a lady that does the facials and the salon stuff and she's wanting to create her own product line and she was using your wife as an example for uh who she wanted to create a a business like and and she had been a young student your wife had been a young student of hers i think in the past quite a few years ago Mm. and uh she didn't know that i knew you guys and so she was literally just bragging on you guys uh (laughs) you know, like how people talk about you when you're not in the room kind of thing. Oh. And it was just like, you know, it was really nice. And uh, uh, I was like, I know these people. I remember these people. They're great people. Plus, he, he loves the same band as me. So it's a shoe in. <laughs> um, no, but it's really cool. And and it's, it's crazy how, you know, life brings you together um, in different ways. And you don't even know, you know, like, in some ways, um, I was working with you guys. And now here we are, I think, honestly, like six years down the road. Honestly, I think it's been like six years because uh, Marknology turned six in January. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the same the same kind of the same kind of path. And then, you know, leading you together and, and coming back together and having people in such a small world. That's really what the e-commerce space is, is it's really, really small. Um, yeah. And it's not you don't go very far before someone knows, you know, there's there's someone could mention five Amazon people probably or agency owners in this space. And I would know probably three or four out of five. Uh, but someone mentioned that in a marketing company, just a marketing company, you know, I, I'm not going to know anyone even in Kansas city. Um, so, you know, just this e-commerce space is kind of fun in that way. And, and you really like, you don't, you don't go far before you're like kind of in the same circles. Um, but the same thing, I mean, I I honestly, the first time I watched myself on stage playing music, I was like, oh, my God, I look more dumb standing still than I did if I was jumping around like a crazy person. So I started jumping around like a crazy person because uh, it looked way cooler on camera. Yeah. And uh, right. It was like the first time I saw myself standing still, like I was like, what is this? Because once you overcome that fear, you can really do a lot. Um there was a difference in speaking versus not speaking on stage, you know, right? And I think 2019, my goal was to um, speak out of state and, you know, around the country started doing that and then uh, got this opportunity for the podcast and the startup hustle uh, because of my mentor, Matt DeCourcy, uh, the founder of Full Scale, our sponsor for today's show, um, but the uh, founder of GigaBook um, and his his partner, Matt Watson they've got a ton of companies together. Uh, but they, um, you know, it was, they gave me this chance of the podcast and next year we're doing TV for startups and entrepreneurship, telling the real story behind the scenes. It's going to be a really fun web series. Um, and you just have to like, you have to move into new things like, you know, this, this podcast is for founders. So like you have to continue to move into new things that make you uncomfortable. Um, and you just can't worry about being a perfectionist, just get in there and do it. And you'll be surprised what opportunities open up. I mean, our biggest year was when I just decided to start speaking at stuff and volunteering even to do so at, the, at that time. And we just started growing a ton. Um, and I was like, look, I took on the one thing I was scared to do and, you know, look at the results. Um, and that's just, you know, a testament. You can apply that to anything. Okay, so Beefy Sites can get one-on-one coaching. I just got one-on-one coaching from John Romanilo and his team in sales copy, copywriting. I took a copywriting course and then had a one-on-one coach. This is awesome. They helped me write out my, you know, my sales sequences and, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's super, 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 super helpful. uh, Just for like, you know, you have an assignment once a week or, you know, you know, you have something that you need to focus on for your business and you'd be surprised like six months of doing that and you just, where you end up. You know, whether it's your e commerce store or whatever. So, check out beefysites.com. Um, okay. So, you know, not everyone has the payroll or the salary cap, so to speak, to be able to afford a senior e commerce director, you know, like myself and yourself. That's why, you know, you've created those courses, much like you walked in, and grabbed a magazine off a shelf, and learned how to do it yourself. And, let's not, let's not pass over that websites back then were really hard to make. I thought at least like, uh, and they're so easy now that back then, like seems like, man, it was difficult back then. And, uh, I mean, it's almost like plug and play now, if you know what you're doing, it's about consistency. Um, so you do, can we, can we talk about skincare by Alana? Great. Okay. I love, I love to chat about that and just kind of hear what's going on. Um, so you guys had a brick and mortar, Your wife was during the housing, you know, collapse was still running the salon and you had time because shows were slowing down um, and like people weren't building on their houses because the housing boom, you start getting into the web stuff. Did you go all in with her at that time or were you still doing other stuff?
0: I was still taking random deck jobs and still playing shows. I actually we we still played shows for another 10 years after that. Okay. Uh, you know, so still playing music and I still play some today, just not in like a band setting. It's mostly like a church and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, uh, basically, you know, the band was still in full force. Um, but yeah, the the deck jobs were fewer and far between. And so I figured out how and I just taught myself how to build a shopping cart and how to scale ads on Google. And that was essentially what I got really good at. And then my wife and I worked together to started going to trade shows to find new brands that we could sell online, which was a challenge because most of the brands back then thought online was kind of the devil. They thought mm-hmm. like you were going to do something sketchy with their products or this or that. When in reality, all we were doing was we created a direct consumer site. We'd buy the products from the brand and ship it directly to our customers, or even their customers, you know. So we we've never done anything sketchy with any of these lines. We just simply, you know, help people use them. So um, it took us a while to, to do some convincing.
1: It's it's uh, time. I, I not to interrupt you, but I yeah. honestly believe, like I almost was too early um, trying to get brands like trying to start yeah. an agency around Amazon. It was too early. I was pulling mm-hmm. teeth. It was. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful now because I'm nine years into the game when everyone wants to be in the game and you know, that experience you have now in e-commerce, but at the beginning it was tough getting brands, getting, uh, people to either invest in e-commerce, believe in e-commerce. Um, you know, so I have, I have a good idea what you're going through trying to get brands to say yes and give you the ability to sell their products were, was the brick and mortar any part of that? Like having a brick and mortar kind of opened their minds a little bit to you guys selling online or no?
0: It was, it was a key component of our business for years, but eventually turned into a shell a front and we still have it. We can still do services, but we learned really quick that we make more money in 30 seconds online than Elena does doing an hour service, you know? So uh, we just figured out how to get more and more brands in, how to set up more ads. Then eventually, you know, I started figuring out other sales channels like email marketing or postcard marketing and just all this stuff as it came to light. Um, and that sort of segued into, you know, we grew the business to a certain point and tried all these different sales channels, including affiliate marketing, which by the way, you were the best that we ever hired. Okay. And you did a good job, you know? So <laughs> well,
1: I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, And then at one point I was like, Hey, like, I feel like there's more to learn. There's, there's more to this. And I just had gone to this, um, optimizely conference which is split testing software and so this guy neil patel speak and i started following him and he seemed like a really cool guy which he is and uh he put out a job ad one day on email his email list is like a million two million large it's gnarly and so i thought i showed it to elena she's like you should apply i'm like okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i applied i guess there's like thousands of applicants and by god's grace somehow he hired me and that that whole thing was me trying to figure out what do i not know versus what do i know you know because i think every as as like a business owner we can like doubt ourselves and there's always a golden carrot that someone's dangling there's always Mm -hmm. a new technology there's always a new TikTok thing going on you know just like something new that you can invest to spend your time in and so for me, working for Neil really helped me gain the self-confidence, figure out what I knew, what I didn't know, what I need to prove on, and that was a really cool thing that I got into that helped us continue to grow skincare by Elena to what it is today.
1: It's crazy that, like, I spend so much time on mindset and mental health, like, and it, that means something different to everyone, I'm sure. But for me, to give that a lot of the time means it feels like a lot of time to me, and. Um, Because I just know that if my mindset's healthy, if my heart's healthy, if I'm, like, in alignment, I'm going to be able to do, like, anything I'm doing in business better. Like, no doubt. And I can take criticism better, I can, I have the bandwidth to hire coaches that just rip me apart and tell me my stuff is crap, right? I have, you know, the ability to self evaluate and be honest with myself, because I'm feeling confident in other areas, because I'm healthy in other areas. So you can dig into some of those pain areas, you know, or um, just, you know, whether it's pain emotionally, whether it's business, whether it's like, you know, insecurities around finance, or not everyone's good at everything, right? So um but as a founder you're wearing all those hats and you're like you know and especially if you're in the e-commerce space it's the wild west out here like there's something new every day um that it just becomes you know how do i just keep keep adapting for me it was build a team that can learn their areas you know uh every single day and i don't have to learn all their areas Um, but everyone goes about it a little different i just i I love that you um you went in on the mindset part and that was, was something that neil taught you was like You know, as you figured out what you know and what you don't know um, and was honest about what you don't know, you're able to be like, okay, let me focus here. Okay, let me like hire this out or let me get a coach here or let me find somebody that likes to do this where it's a weakness for me. Um, I think that's a big, that's a big statement.
0: Yeah. You know, something that came to mind too was um, if you're talking about mental health and all these, you know, stretching yourself. um, So how long can you hold your breath?
1: When I lived in Hawaii, it was about 90 seconds, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably people. less now. I've been wearing these masks and taking all these short breaths. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, So, uh, but I knew that
1: was a long time. I was a free diver. So I, well, I was yeah. trying to free dive. So I was like practicing a lot.
0: Got it. Got it. Yeah. So I, um I'm also a free diver and um, I haven't lately because I broke my eardrum again. So I had to get surgery, um, but normally surfing and spearfishing are my things um so someone encouraged me because i was starting to dive deeper you know how it is Mm -hmm. um you know hey you should really take a class because you it's you're getting to dangerous depths and they were absolutely correct i'm so glad that i listened to them and so um i took this class and learned how to hold my breath and how the body works and how breathing works and all this stuff and it turned into like one of the best business exercises that i could have ever done for myself. I didn't even think it was possible to really hold your breath over like two or three minutes. Right. And there's guys that the instructors could do it anywhere from five to 10, but after two days of training, I was able to hold my breath for four minutes underwater.
1: My friend just did this. Like she just did this too. So like, I know I'm like, that's real. So how did it happen?
0: Uh, They teach you how to breathe. Most of us breathe incorrectly. So they teach you the correct way to breathe and they teach you the mentality, how the body works and how to prepare to go underwater. And, you know, we talk a lot about fear and overcoming fears, um, which I think everyone has a fear of being held underwater, right? Like mm-hmm. everyone, like some people won't even do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we went through the whole deal. It was a day in the classroom, then a day at the pool. And I held my breath the longest out of anyone in the class, which I was proud of and want to brag about, because <laughs> I was like super freaked out about it. Mm-hmm. But the point is, I think that anyone who takes this class could at least do over two and a half minutes, maybe three, you know? That's insane. Yeah. That's about. Yeah, it is. And, and to learn your body's limitations, again, getting back to what you fear and what you think you can overcome and what you can actually overcome and getting in the right mindset. It was another big confidence booster for me. I think I struggled a lot with self-confidence um, over my lifetime.
1: No, I I mean, I can completely relate. And I know in the sales copy class, I was taking, just for like an example. um, You know, I know how I come off in person, I got tattoos and gauges, and I wear a snapback. And I'm, you know, I'm a band guy, that's like learned business. And I like to be myself. Uh, I was raised in Africa, I'm an individual, you know, and I'm best when I'm myself. But for some people, I can come off like maybe they don't think I'm uh intelligent maybe they don't think i really know my stuff maybe they don't think i'm a good businessman you know these insecurities um and so i've usually i think i've overcompensated on the um kind of like the business copy side emails um you know sequences uh website copy about us like you know those kinds of things i've been almost like too rigid and too like businessy um If that's even a word, because I wanted to come off like, look, if this is how I come off visually, then I want people to like, I want to balance that out with like a ton of professionalism um, and then be like, this guy's the real deal. Well, I don't need to do that, you know? Um, And so like kind of just working with them was a way to realize like, hey, what do you not know? You know? And it was like, okay, you're compensating for this thing, which is good about you. Like, this is who you are. You don't need to change this other thing to make up for that. You know, just like have some personality in your copy, have some personality in your um, your emails. And that's just a little vulnerability around like some some of this, like a practical thing I was working on. But, you know, like um, you've been doing something so long or you just like think that that's the way it is. Then you have a coach that can come in and be like, hey, like actually from an outside perspective, this is what how this like I know you. And this is how this is coming across to someone that knows you or um whatever, and can actually help you even get more on brand, even though you were trying to be, you know, like an outside perspective like that. So absolutely huge. And, um, you know, I uh, in the early days, I, I couldn't afford coaching. Um, I didn't either know enough people that were volunteering it or knew people that knew, I didn't even know what I needed to know. Uh, so I wouldn't have known where to go and didn't understand the value of it until I started charging for my own services as a coach. Um, and believed in what I was selling because I thought that like, hey, no, this I'm giving these people gold that can save their business. I can like, you know, and I'm and it's worth this amount of time because I can only do so much, you know. And it allowed me to have perspective on hiring other coaches and what they can do for me and how it could help me grow. Um, so you're let's bring it back, let's circle back. So you, you know, you started working with Neil, learning about what you know, what you don't know, and kind of like what had been working and what wasn't working. Um, after years of doing it, you know, if you guys started around 07 or so, um, what made you start, you know, creating your own brand, um, your own line of products instead of just being a reseller or a distributor? Um, what, what's kind of that light bulb moment?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for us, we kind of got tired of watching some of the brands that we were reselling just make the worst decisions or not embrace online or um, go out of business and we're right. like, in the world, man. And, um, I had wanted to start a brand for years, but we kind of had our plates full and that was cool. So it just, I know what it was. The catalyst was on our retail site. We either do a discount offer or a free gift offer. And we were doing our free gifts from the brands that we would sell. I, you know, I thought I can make my own skincare brand, skincare product for three bucks a unit or whatever it was back then, as opposed to buying these other brands and using that as a free gift. And if I can sell this product for 20 or $30 and they use my code for my brand's free gift instead of their discount code, because we only allow one code at a time, I just made a bunch of money back. So it was literally just like, um, a CPA play.
1: <laughs> practical, yeah, practical thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And so we came out with this eye cream and it was under Elena's name. And like we did our own branding, it was terrible, but the product was good. And Elena knows ingredients and she knows good products. And so we only had it on our site as a free gift. And we started having people calling and demanding that we sell them the eye cream. And that's literally how our brand started. So then we put it up for sale and it started selling. And then, I, you know, of course, it's like, okay, how do we scale this thing? And like, dude, I've learned so much over the last three or four years about branding and brands in general and how to scale them. And it's been really exhilarating, man. Like, I never thought I'd be a brand owner. And it's mm-hmm. like all I can do not to want to start new brands and things like that.
1: No, I love that, and um, I can attest too. Like, there's a different energy when you're building something that's yours, and you get to try whatever you want. And uh, on the Amazon side, that's kind of the same evolution. Was I was helping people resell other products. I hated that I couldn't change the copy or the images or respond to reviews yeah. or change the A plus pages or protect the brand or run ads. Um, and so I, you know, I started moving toward only working with brands that have brand registry or have the rights to the brands, you know, trademarks, things like that. Um, and that's kind of been the evolution is just like, I want more and more and more control to help, you know, make the right decisions that need to be made. Um, Cause unless, you know, it's not even in fault a lot of times of the brand. Um, it's not all about nine years or whatever. It's about like your full energy and your attention being in a particular space um, versus most brand owners and founders, or even e-commerce managers, are doing way too many things to just be obsessed with Amazon, or just be obsessed with yeah. an SEO, um, you know, uh, analysis, or be just obsessed with a funnel. You know, they're just not putting in that type of time to be to be true experts and know what those kinds of things are doing. No one's uh, setting photos up on pickfoo.com and getting, you know, having eight photos, eight product photos there, and getting five hundred people to tell you which one they like and why, uh, you know, so then you're choosing the best based on averages and data. It gets, gets intoxicating, you know, um, so how many SKUs, how many SKUs do you have with the new line right now? Um, and what do you guys, you know, what's your, what's your plan there? Are you are just gonna sure. continue to, to add to the line and, and what's the move?
0: Yeah, um, we basically had spent the last few years dialing in our messaging and our branding and the product offering. And it's kind of funny timing, but um, we're literally starting like our awareness pillar push next week. Okay, cool. Okay. I'm <laughs> going, we have about 50 to 60 SKUs. They've been selling really well. Um, we have, you know, 20 to 23 different sales channels set up for the brand, you know, Amazon, Shopify. We have our own retail store that we sell a lot of products through, etc. And we're going to finally make a push um on facebook insta with you know ugc influencer stuff you you know how it all is um starting next week and we're also doing a full-fledged youtube campaign um starting towards the end of this month as well um so it should be pretty exciting
1: i'm going to tune in because i want to see uh i want to see the launch and kind of just see how it all unfolds
0: you know what's really cool about it andrew is um i never thought of myself as like an inventor but like I have like patents now of like products I've invented mm-hmm. and I, I just never, ever thought, <laughs> but like, you know how it is. You're going around looking at competitors and different skis. Well, why doesn't someone make it that way? So I well, think you, you can know, be
1: creative. You were just creative with a guitar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things we pride ourselves on with our brand is, is some of our products are unheard of worldwide. It's really unique stuff. So Um, that's great. But just finding out how to market it and make people understand it and see the value in it has been a little bit of a challenge in the past. So um, it's a lot of fun and it'll be exciting to see what happens.
1: No. And I think, um, you know, we, we talked about the way that you came into the brand was using them as like a free gift that people were getting. And it's a strategy we use on Amazon as well. Um, You know, letting people get the new flavor, get the new style, like, if you create demand for it, then they start asking for it, you know, and they, they're really just like, I'll take it because it's free. Then they love it, you know, and then it kind of just like brings them into the brand, but 50 SKUs is big. Like I'm, I'm pumped for you guys. Um, and I'll definitely have to tune in and just see how it, how it unfolds. I don't have the links for, um, the YouTubes or Instagram or Facebook or website, anything here. I just have beefysites.com. Um, you know, where can guests, follow along where can guests kind of be introduced to your products and, and engage with you guys?
0: Yeah, cool. Um The retail store is skincare by The brand is Alana If you type in anything, skincare or Alana on Google, you'll, you'll be able to find us.
1: Cool. I love it. Um Skincare by Alana. We'll have it in the links as well. Um, so you guys can follow along. They're about to have a, have a launch. Um, I'm super pumped. It's good timing. I think, uh, It's really good timing, not not just with the holidays, but just, you know, wrapping up this year, it's going to be big.
0: And we've done pretty well on Amazon in the past. It's been a little bit up and down because we don't have a ton of awareness, but um, we should get a a sweet, sweet Marknology, uh, uh, you know, management agreement going here because I think it'll start to ramp up and we'll need you.
1: Well, I'll definitely give you, I would love to just like take a look and give you my (laughs) thoughts at the very least um i'm always looking for a reason to come down to san diego honestly
0: oh so. hey dude anytime you're here we got extra rooms and stuff you got to come stay with me
1: i love it a lot of my friends have uh, over the years just kind of made their way down there and so you know i've got a little um a group of friends in that area so i would i would love to um and we will talk about amazon i want to give you my feedback and i'd love nothing more than for you guys to crush it whether it's awareness or it's simply like when people do come to find you cause they want to buy on Amazon, making sure they find you and nobody else. And you know, all the things that you can do to really pull it all together. Um, you know, I have, uh, I feel like more, more experience building brands from scratch onto Amazon or like that have never been on Amazon and we're launching there and then creating awareness more so than people that have strong websites that then come to Amazon. You know, a lot of times it's like, let's, let's validate this on Amazon and then we'll build a website after. Yeah. Um, so I love, uh, you know, I love working with brands cause you, there's a lot you can do to pull it all in together. That's really cool. You know, between the mailers, between the emails, between social medias and it's how are all these things talking together? that matters yeah. really that's really where e-commerce is going you know you talked about 21 different channels and we named like three of them you know so it's uh that's that's complex and it's just like you know how do we get value out of all of them how do we get all of them like engaging and sharing the brand and talking about you know um the products and that's the fun that's the fun for me you know um so we, I, i'm sure when when we uh we talk about what that could look like on amazon i'm gonna have some fun running some ideas by you.
0: yeah awesome man
1: Awesome. Um, do you do you and do you and Neil have anything coming up together? Is that something like you said you were on one of his courses? Is there anything anybody needs to know about? I, I'm trying to tune into these. Those sound incredible for me, and I'm always trying to build out my off Amazon e-commerce experience.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's so funny too because my experience tends to be um like less on amazon and people come to me for my experience off amazon so i've dealt with so many of those brands we're like hey we're crushing it on amazon we're gonna take over the world i'm like you you could i'm like you kind of don't own your brand or your customers yet but you could <laughs> yeah
1: exactly there's some stuff we gotta do <laughs>
0: yeah. you know. so um yeah that's you know a fun part of it um being on that side of the spectrum Helping them go through the motions of the, you know, the Shopify side or whatever, and, and it's, it's, it's or, different.
1: You know, it's it's yeah. a different game. The the searching is different. The SEO is different. The follow up. You know, um, how to collect customers, how to build a brand, how to tell the story in less pages. Mm-hmm. You know, and with a different flow. And mm-hmm. um, you know, Amazon didn't have that actually when we were engaged together with affiliate marketing. Amazon didn't have any of these branding abilities. Um, they've turned all this on over the last six, seven, eight years, um, where the brand registry one, now there's brand registry two, now there's video. Now there's, um, you know, on, you can get an, a trademark, which gives you the ability to be a brand in 30 days. Now, if you're using the right program and, um, you know, they've just launched so many things and that's where my focus has been, you know, by being behind a retailer that was 300 people or so in multiple brick and mortars, it was, what are the challenges they're having? Where they're like, you know, in all these different channels and they got brick and mortar and they're trying to do it from a brand level. um, When a lot of people have been approaching it from a private label level, you know, nothing wrong with that. It's just different, different challenges. Um, And so, as Amazon has really released all that branding and storytelling, that's where Marknology has put their focus and been like, hey, this is the new stuff that Amazon's pushing. How can we really help brands with branding, with storytelling, with, you know, capturing their audience? So, we're going to have. We're not gonna. We're gonna charge people to hear the rest of that. So we can't give it to them all free here on the podcast. But um, it's been really great having you on the show, and um, I will take you up on San Diego because I'm coming down that way soon. Um, and it's just been good to catch up and hear that everything's going great. It feels like uh, you know both of our lives have been blessed in this space. And I know um, if you're anything like me during this pandemic, we're just like, wow, how could we have chosen from music days and touring and traveling right and playing events if we were in that world right now we'd be absolutely crushed yeah um you know and and my heart goes out to all those people but somehow we've ended up here and we're able to help and educate others and serve others and uh it's just really really cool to connect with an old friend
0: yeah i feel the same man it's good to be back in touch it's funny i never check linkedin and you messaged me on linkedin i happen to be on linkedin while you messaged me so that's pretty cool (laughs) <laughs> hey,
1: hey, you know, it's uh you don't forget somebody that's favorite band is under oath, you know. So
0: um
1: it's good to see you and I'm gonna connect with you offline. We'll, we'll take it off here. Thanks to everyone that was listening and learning a little bit about like you know behind the scenes of being a real founder and e-commerce founder and and also where you can go to learn more yourself. Um, you know, he's not saying I know everything, I'm not willing to teach you. Beefy sites.com. Um you can get one-on-one coaching, you can join a class and and really take your business forward. Uh, one last shout out before we go, thank you to our sponsor, fullscale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. You know, I'm helping you on Amazon. Jared can help you off Amazon, uh, and Fullscale can help you with development needs. So we've got you covered. Um, <laughs> we'll talk to you next time, guys.
0: Startup hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.
1: no do it do it, like we do it,
0: like we do it.